Welcome to the Messy Life, Mighty Love podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. You are listening to Episode 8, What Isolation Can Do and How to Stop It. Today I talk about one of the main lie makers, isolation. It can rob us of so much life to be existing outside of community. We can lose our moorings as ones who are human and turn into someone or something we never thought we would be, either shallow or even a shell of ourselves. But there is much hope for how to come out of isolation. Please listen in. I sat on the hardwood floor of our great room in our flat in Budapest, Hungary. As I played with Samuel, my youngest, I was succumbing to lie number 1,027 about what a horrible mother I was. These thoughts flew uncontrolled into the deepest places of my mind, heart, and soul, and I lacked the strength to stop this vicious cycle. It was a tempest which built its ugly power since my early days as a mom. As a self-proclaimed perfectionist, I thought of all I could do better, more like other moms. I didn't know how I could get out of the pit of less than. I had struggled a great deal with isolation or a lack of healthy community while living overseas. It is pretty common in the missionary life. Even more, I felt alone as a mom of three who couldn't enter ministry, quote-unquote, with students or otherwise in a significant way. I also lacked people I could call and feel safe with when I was feeling down. Everyone was so busy, or I projected the judgment I would receive. And between the time difference and a desire not to cause worry across so many miles, I didn't share how I was really doing with those who loved me most back in the States. It all came to a head in the winter of 2015. When I was just beginning to stand on my own two feet, I had an interaction with someone I loved and respected, which completely devastated me. And the great enemy was ready to use words and the lies my mind heard and make them into weapons of my mass destruction. He nearly succeeded. What followed was weeks of insomnia, a two-week stay in a foreign mental ward, including three days in the ICU, a whirlwind moved back to the States with an appalling lack of closure to our life in Budapest. As the five-plus years have come and gone since then, and I have had to build myself back up, or rather, partner with the true lover of my soul to find wholeness, I have thought often of what I could have done differently. I share these things with you, therefore, not in a judgmental way, but as your fellow messy life journeyer and friend. Here's how to stop the devastation of isolation. The first thing I would say is learn true solitude. God is our first community. A million safe friends can't give us what only He can. Let the isolation lead to true solitude, where you spend time soaking in his love and receiving the beautiful things he says of you. Things like, you are loved enough for him to give his one and only son for you. 
and you are worthy of his love because he sees you fully in the person of his son you are enough because he is the strength of your life you don't have to prove anything to anyone about the kind of mom dad friend brother sister wife husband you are if you are seeking to live for god he approves of you he wants to be with you to commune with you all of the time this is his eternal desire for you and you can always pour out your heart before him because he is a refuge for us as psalm 62 8 says and there are so many more things he would love to speak into your heart in a time of silence and solitude the second thing i would say is to pray and have others pray specifically if you are lacking true community ask god for this gift ask others who love you to pray for this as well god hears the cries of his people and longs to bring you into deeper relationship with others the third thing i would say is share vulnerably with safe people don't let relationships stay on the surface be willing to put yourself out there with safe people but i would also say trust your instincts on this one test the waters if you share a little vulnerability and someone responds in a way that makes them seem unsafe to you then it is okay to put a boundary of what you will share with this person. In my case, this could have saved me from so much hurt and pain. And I trust you understand that there really will be safe people, especially as you give that to God and have others pray for that. And fourthly, I will share today, uh, meditate on scripture, safeguard your mind. The first and last of these suggestions I have given you to help fighting isolation come through God and his truth. As a mom, meditating on scripture has become a lifeline for me in the chaos of motherhood, especially with little ones, whether nursing babies, early risers, or chasing toddlers. I had little devotional time, and so I learned to meditate on passages of scripture. Pick a passage at a time and read it every day. Write it on a post-it for your mirror or index card to carry around or in a note on your phone. Don't worry about memorizing, but let the words and their meaning become very familiar to you. As you do that, you will know that you are communing with the God of the universe, and he will bring great truths to your heart. Some of my favorite passages that I have memorized and or meditated upon are 1 John 4, 14 to 18. I shared about this one in episode 5. Psalm 62, 5 through 8. I quoted a bit of that earlier. Romans 8, this is all wonderful, and any part of this chapter is worth it to meditate on. You can take it in three to four verse chunks, or even a little less at a time, and you will have meditation for a whole year. Isaiah 40, I'd say the same about Isaiah 40 that I did about Romans 8. I especially like verses 1, 11, and 30 to 31, but it is all good. Isaiah 51, 3. This has been a favorite the last couple of years. It reads like, For the Lord comforts Zion. He comforts all of her waste places. He makes her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of God. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the voice of song. And there's so many more to count. But going back to that Isaiah 51.3, he truly wants to make our wilderness, which can be our journey in isolation, he wants to make that a place of full and deep communion with himself and bring others into it as well. 
So, dear one, don't wait until something devastating happens to take steps out of the mess of isolation. This is what I did, and I didn't take the steps I needed. In these days of being homebound right now, it's especially important. Find ways to connect significantly over social media, not in a broad, vulnerable post, um, unless you feel like that's what you're supposed to do, but find ways to message people, connect with them through their feeds and yours, and I know that will be blessed. Look for those being real and encouraging there, and offer yourself in return. Together we can see what Isaiah 51.3 speaks about. God can and will make our wildernesses like Eden and our deserts like the garden of God. He will give us joy, gladness, thanksgiving, and the voice of song. Yes, even here, no matter what you're experiencing in life, and even and especially here in this time of quiet, where we can all be feeling a bit isolated. He wants to make that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place of joy and gladness, thanksgiving, and the voice of song, like a garden where he is with us. He's ever longing to show that mighty love breaking through the mess of our isolation and these messy days. And I just want to say, just don't doubt, beloved of God. This is his heart for you. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I trust you consider it time well spent. I pray you are encouraged and feel very deeply that you are not alone in your messy life. There is mighty love reaching out to you from God and me and others. I am praying this message touches you where you are at and offers hope. For more from me, my journey with bipolar disorder, my current series on vulnerability, and many other things, check out my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L. Allaman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N dot com. There are a couple of free ebooks for subscribers to my blog or newsletter. Beloved friends, may you know the strength of his love for you and his provision in beautiful people to surround yourself with. Today, I am so blessed you have chosen to spend a little bit of your day with me. It is a great privilege, and I won't take it for granted. Hope to catch you next time.